lives. God never intended for us just to come in and have a good social time and, and, to, and to be in the house with one another and for people to come in sick and to leave the same way that they came in. He intended for the house of God to be a place where we come in and the Spirit of God dwell where people fall under conviction. I didn't say condemnation. I said conviction. Conviction draws people to God. Condemnation will push people away. And there's been a lot of condemnation and, and we want to condemn a lot of people but God never condemns people his spirit it always draws people into a place to where they feel like they can get free and be set free by the glory of God amen see Paul said pursue love desire spiritual gifts but especially that you may prophesy he wasn't talking about getting this thing in our mind to where we where we can just begin to say something and, and just declare something because we want to declare it somebody said well I, you know I believe God I, I'm prophesying God's going to give me a new house get a job God listen if, if you want a new house get you a job but here's the thing God is wanting us God is wanting us to get into the place to where we get so close to him that we can hear what he's saying and begin to declare that in love. And when we begin to do that, we begin to speak what God speaks because my words cannot do what God's words can do. His words will not fall to the ground. Mine may fall to the ground, but when I begin to speak what God says, it's going to happen. It's not an if and or but. It shall take place. And it's important that we connect together because we can't have the anointing that we can have because sooner or later you're going to find yourself in a position to where you're going to need somebody beside you. You're going to find yourself in a place to where you need some help, to where you need a little bit extra boost to get through. And it's through that connection because if one can put a thousand of flight, two can put ten thousand of flight. My Lord, what can three or four do when we come together in the anointing and the power of Christ? But there's been, and a lot of times people say, well, you know, the devil's been coming against me. Sometimes it's not the devil coming against you. See, there's enough division in the church without the devil. I believe sometimes the devil's sitting outside the church and he's crying and moaning and groaning and saying, I don't get to do half the stuff they're blaming me for. Because we're pretty good at dividing ourselves. But Paul is talking here. You see, he said, pursue love, desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Amen. He's talking about getting so close to God that you can hear what he says. Right. Sometimes you just have to get quiet, shut off stuff, and lean in Amen. and hear his whisper. Amen. One of the greatest things that you can do for yourself is begin to fast and pray. When I get to a place to where, listen, when I get to a place to where I can't feel or get direction from God, I fast and I pray. Amen. Because I want to hear what he says. Because my words don't mean anything but his words. Jesus never did anything that he didn't hear the Father say. And he never done anything he didn't see the Father do. See, that's where the church a lot of times is in turmoil and messed up is because they're not doing what Christ said do. Amen. 
We got to follow the lead, the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Pursue love, desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Why is it important to prophesy? See, Ezekiel was dropped off in a boneyard and told to have a revival. The Lord dropped him off. He said, Shall, can these bones live? Ezekiel said, you know, Lord. Go back and read it. But Ezekiel never said not one thing that God did not tell him to say. He didn't just see bones and begin to prophesy. The Lord asked him, he said, can these bones live? He said, you know, Lord. In other words, you're the God that said, let there be light. And there was light. There was no sun created, but there was light. See, God don't need anything to work with. He's God all by himself. When he says something, things happen. Things change. And I'm here to tell somebody this morning that you need to understand that if God has spoke a thing into your life, hell can't stop what heaven started. It does not matter how bad it may look. It does not matter how dry the season that you're in may seem. If you're where God told you to be doing what God told you to do, you can rest assured that things are going to begin to come in line because when Ezekiel spoke to the dry bones, they began to come together bone to bone. He prophesied the skin to come on him. He prophesied all that. But I want you to notice something here because a lot of times we get in the presence of God and we want the gifts of God, but we don't want the coming together. There was no breath in this army that was raised up until it all come together. And a lot of times we wonder why we can't see the manifestation of the Spirit of God in church today. And it's because we refuse to come together. And God is not going to breathe in on something that will not come together. But when we come together, I'm telling you, the power is unlimited power of what God can do. We want to see the manifestations of the Spirit of God. We want to see the power of faith operate in and through our life. Everybody wants big faith. Hmm? Faith is like a rubber band. Is useless unless it's stretched. We want big faith. God has dealt to every one of us a measure of faith. That means he hasn't given me more faith than he's given you. He hasn't given you more faith than he's given me. But we have to be in a position where we use our faith. You can climb the mountain or you can move the mountain. It's up to you. I refuse to climb the mountain when God's given me the ability to move the mountain. Why climb it when you can speak to it? But as Ezekiel began to prophesy these bones, they began to come together bone to bone. I want you to see because there's a body here that God is wanting to put together. The enemy does not want us does not want us to fulfill the mission that Christ has called us to. We focus so much on, on reaching the lost and we need to reach the lost. But Jesus never said go and win the world. He said go and preach the gospel and make disciples. There's nowhere in the Bible that Jesus empowered anybody with anything. 
that was not a disciple. And he brought them together. And when he empowered them, he sent them out with the power to do the work of the ministry. When the body comes together, we're unlimited to do what God has called us to do. Why? Because we're the body of Christ. And then we begin to do Christ-like things. We begin to see the power and the Spirit of God begin to operate in and through our lives. It's not a hard thing. It's easy. We pray and we obey. We do what the Spirit of God says. We're led by the Spirit. Amen? Somebody said, well, I, you know, I just don't, I don't know if I fit. You know, listen, if, if I had, if, if, my, if my leg was bothering me, I'm not going to cut it off. <laughs> I may think my feet's ugly, but I'm not getting rid of them. Amen. Why? Because they get me where I need to go. That's how important it is for the body to come together. It's time. The, the, the body of Christ in a lot of areas has been crippled over the years because we refuse to come together. We're all about the individual spiritual gift. We want the gift that God has placed in us. But God did not give you that gift just so that you could hold on to it. God gave you that gift so it could be expressed through you and to reach out to others. He placed that gift in you to where you could touch somebody else's life and bring about change in their life. He did not give that gift to you so that you could walk around and show everybody your nice little gift. No, that nice little gift needs some power. It needs some anointing. It needs some coming together so that when we come together, we have the ability to do something instead of patting somebody on the back and saying, I'm going to be praying for you. It's going to be all right. No, honey, we need to rise up with the power and the anointing of Jesus Christ, lay hands on the sick and see them recover. We need to be able to lay hands on somebody that, that has been bound with demonic activity in their life and see the powers of hell broken off of their lives. There's nothing. Listen. We, 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 we want to focus on what we get from church. But it's not, it's not about us. It's about a world that's dying and going to hell. That needs to know Jesus Christ. And the reason a lot of the world don't know Jesus is because the church ain't looked like Jesus. And he's given us the opportunity to come together in one mind and one accord. When they come together in the Bible and they begin to pray, things happen. And I believe as we come together as the body of Christ, we'll see things happen. Some of you need to see your children saved. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of young people this day and age that are hooked on drugs and they don't want to be hooked on drugs but they don't know how to get off of drugs. That's where we step in. Not with a 12-step step program 
but with a one-step program. Not with a program that says, stand up and say that I'm an alcoholic, I'm always going to be an alcoholic, and all this kind of stuff. Listen, that ain't what my Bible tells me. My Bible tells me that I'm a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. That happens when you come together. We set up an atmosphere of the presence of God. When we come in here and we begin to join together. As individuals, will God use you? Yes, he will use you as an individual. But we need to understand there needs to be a connection that when we come in, we are no longer, we're no longer just somebody who has a gift in our life. But we are people of God that has come together and we've joined together. And I believe that we're yet to see the corporate anointing that God wants to pour out on his church like that I'm telling you that God's bringing a corporate anointing to his people to where we're going to come together in one mind in one accord just like it was in the book of Acts and we're going to see an outpouring of the spirit of God because I believe with all of my heart that he says somebody said well I'm worried about the last days listen honey I'm not worried about the last days because the spirit of the Lord said in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your young men shall see visions and your old men dream dreams. I'm telling you that God's about to get ready to do a move and a mighty work of the Spirit of God that he's going to use his people when we come together, honey. We're going to shake the very foundations of the earth. With the power and the demonstration of the Spirit of God. But we got people today who they don't like when certain decisions are made. So they're going to throw their sucker in the dirt, pick up their ball, and go home. Listen, everything rises and falls on leadership. And the reason a lot of people can't feel it is because they not held, they haven't hang on long enough. Right. See, because if your leg, and the Bible says the anointing comes from the head down, That's right. if you'll just hang on a little while, it'll get to you. Yeah. It's on its way. Just hang on. Don't get upset just because you feel a little dryness right now because the anointing's on the way. As long as there's anointing flowing from the head and coming down, there will be anointing get to you, I promise you. And when it gets there, you'll be empowered to do what God has designed you to do. But we've got to stick together. No weapon. Listen, we, we, we quote all these scriptures. But we need to understand they don't work unless we operate according to the, the presence of God, yes. according to the yes. Word of God. Yes. That's just like I hear people all the time say, I'm praying for God to bless me. Well, I found out in Deuteronomy 28, if I walk according to his statutes, that his blessings will overtake me. Yes. I don't have to beg for them. They're going to find me. They're going to find me and they're going to bless it. He's going to bless me. We do not have to beg for the blessings of God. No, we, don't. Amen. we just walk That's right. in His ways. Yes. 
If we do what he says do. And connect the way he designed us to connect. Well, I don't know about them. They just, you know, they just don't fit my personality. <laughs> we need to put aside all that stuff and begin to connect with one yes. another. Yes. Because I don't care what position you have. That's you're right. important to the kingdom of God. Yes. God's designed you. He's fearfully and wonderfully made you, and you fit into the body of Christ. Let's all stand. The reason we haven't seen what God has designed us to see, I believe this with all of my heart, is because of immaturity in the church. Paul said this, an heir, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave, though he is master of all. What are you saying? God has placed all this power and all this anointing in our hands, but it cannot be unlocked unless we're mature Christians. You're not going to leave. You're not going to open your bank account up to a child who's going to spend money frivolously. And there's a lot of things that God has for us that we've not yet got to because of our immaturity. We won't get upset and mad because our name didn't get put in the bulletin on our birthday. We want to get upset because things don't work out the way we think they ought to work out. A lot of times we pray for things and we get a preconceived idea of the way things are supposed to work out. And when they don't work out the way we think they ought to work out, we get upset. But here's the thought. God's bigger than our imagination. And though we've prayed, I found out God will not withhold any good thing from you. He will withhold a good thing for you. You listening to me? Until you get to maturity to where you can handle it. And then he'll bring you in right into it. But if you're here this morning and you felt disconnected, God wants to bring connection back to you. But not only does He want to do that, He wants to, He wants to use you for His kingdom. Maybe you have you've walked away from God and you're not where you need to be. Maybe you need healing in your body. I serve a God who can do exceedingly abundantly above all that I think or ask. I believe 
everything the Word of God says. I go back to Mary when Mary seen Jesus and said, how can this, when she was talking to God, Gabriel, and said, how can this thing be? And he said, with God, nothing shall be impossible. You know what I get out of that? That when we pray, it's impossible for God to do nothing. Something is going to happen. Something is going to take place. And this is your opportunity to step out, step down, step in. And to allow the Spirit of God to use you in a greater measure than you've ever been used to touch you in a way that you've never been touched. Healing wasn't my idea. It was His. And He knows just what you need. If you need a touch in your body, if you need prayer in any way, I want you to come. Lord, I'll pray with you.
Sound 